How's it going, Nez Nation? So great to see you. Well, I can't actually see you, but um, you can hear me, and I can imagine you. I can envision you. Sorry, I'm just being a dork. Um, I'm going to get to the episode in just a second, but I, I wanted to jump on here, podcast listeners, because um, I just wanted to give you a little bit of a background of what I've been kind of experimenting with, and, and hopefully you'll give me some feedback. Um, you know, uh, a lot of my content is visual based and I have a lot of, you know, you, you, the stuff that you hear on this podcast, um, comes from really two places. My live stream podcast show that I do every single Sunday, 9.30 AM Pacific, 12.30 PM Eastern time, live on YouTube, LinkedIn live, Periscope, Twitter, Facebook, etc. Uh, and then I have my interview uh, show, Nez Nation Live, where I bring on guests and experts, you know, online business experts, personal branding experts, uh, you know, uh, career experts, um, LinkedIn experts to help you, right, to build your brand, earn more, grow faster and stress less. Well, guess what? Um, I also want to bring you uh, the audio experience from, you know, kind of if you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel and maybe you're just like, you know what, I like podcasts. I'm a podcast listener only. This is my way of saying I respect that. And so I'm bringing my content that I post on my YouTube channel because I really believe in it more than anything to this podcast. And so I want you to tell me if this translates well. Um, if this is something that is interesting to you, if this is something that's like, yeah, you know what? Finally, Nez, you did it. Or if you're like, Nez, this is garbage. Just, uh, I don't like this. Let me know. Go ahead and uh, tag me on Twitter at uh, Professor Nez and just let me know. Say, hey, Nez, I love this. Or hey, say, hey, Nez, uh, I don't think this is working out. Just stick to the live shows and just stick to the long format. I want to bring you more snackable audio content, more kind of short form uh, 10 to 20 minute, 30 minute, kind of just short snippets, even less than that potentially. And so this is my way of saying, Hey, I really believe in this content. It's primarily content that is on my YouTube channel at professor Nez. If you're interested, go subscribe. I'll leave links in the show notes, but I wanted to bring that to you here on the podcast so you could experience it. So I would love your feedback. I hope you get a ton of value and without further ado, let's jump into it. Welcome to your personal branding 101 podcast with your host, Professor Nez. Helping you to discover your purpose, communicate your message so you can impact your audience. Money, money, money. You can't live without it. Seems like we never have enough of it. And more importantly, we haven't been taught how to manage it. What do I do with this? How do I make it grow? Where do I even start? Where do I even begin? There's so many opportunities out there. There's so much information out there. This is your one-stop shop. I'm going to teach you the essentials on how to manage your money. This is for beginners or even people who are advanced. I'm going to teach you everything you need to know in this video, and you're going to get the most out of it. And you're going to learn exactly what you need to do to make sure that you got plenty of money in your pocket and the bank so you can take care of yourself and your family. You don't want to miss this. Come on back. How's it going, this Nation? Thank you so much for joining me here on this important, amazing video. I just wanted, uh, before I get into the five essentials on how to manage and how to grow and understand your personal finances, things they never taught us in school, I just want to say this. If you're new to my channel, I'm Professor Nez, online business strategist, executive career coach, personal branding coach, and this is a channel where we talk about ways in which you can earn more, 
grow faster and stress less in your career or online business? What is it going to take for you to understand that your mindset and your messaging needs to be intact? We've got tons of videos, tons of playlists on how to do that. Make sure that you click subscribe and make sure that you smash us a like button. It would mean the absolute world to me because I am creating bone marrow content every single week. And so you don't want to miss out on this. And I'll leave some links in the description down below if you want to find out some more. We've got some great videos that I've been publishing in the last couple of weeks, even more specifically on how to earn money online. What are some best uh, websites you can go and you can earn, start earning money today how to manage you know, your online business, how to advance your career, go check that out. I'll leave a link in the description down below. Okay, so I'm going to break down for you everything that they should have taught us in school, stuff that they don't talk about. It's going to be simple, fast, and easy. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Okay, the first thing that you need to understand if you really want to manage your personal finance, if you really want to make sure that you can manage your money, number one is you've got to understand budgeting. Budgeting is absolutely essential for you to make sure that you have an idea of where in the world is my money coming from? John C. Maxwell once said, a budget is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. This is this is the ABCs. What's coming in? Okay, I've got income. I've got how many income revenue resources do I have? I've got my wife's salary, my salary, yada, 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 stock dividends, passive income, affiliate marketing, and I'll talk about those things later. What are your expenses? Some of us have zero clue what we're spending our money on, and it's just leaving our bank account. I know you've gone through this before. You've scrolled through your bank app or whatever, and you see all these minuses. You know, $35 here, $50 Target, $200 Grocery, $150 Amazon. I know you see that, and, and, and that can sometimes cause a lot of anxiety, and it can cause a lot of stress. Because you have no idea what's happening to your money. You see your money, your bank account, your savings account, your checking account dwindle before your eyes because you have zero clue. You're just, you're not organized. What is essential? What is necessary? What do I absolutely have to make sure that I have enough financial uh, restitution for, such as rent, mortgage, food, electricity, utilities, things like that, gas, car uh, uh, payments, whatever it is, though, you need to really understand what are the essentials and then what are the major expenditures that are, that are negating from this um, you know, overall budget that we have. And are they necessary? Are these impulse purchases? Are these purchases that are, that are hurting uh, you know, our long-term? Because you have to think a budget is long-term. Money is long-term. It's not short-term. And so you've got to think long-term here. A lot of us think short-term and we think that like, I'm going to make as much money as I can now and then not worry about it later. No, 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 no. Just leave it in the bank or just not worry about it. That's just not how it works. I learned this the hard way. I learned this the very, very difficult way. So managing your budget, understanding budgets, writing things down, making sure that you're really itemizing everything that you're making, everything that you're spending, and you're subtracting that from the from the from the from the next and making sure that what's left over is, you know, going somewhere that's going to allow you to grow long term. And I'm going to talk about that in just a second. 
Number two, debt. Understanding debt, understanding credit, and how that absolutely has phenomenal impact on your personal finances and, your, and the management of your money. Uh, don't make the mistake that I made, okay? I know a lot of you guys might have student loan debt, and I still, to this day, even though I graduated two decades ago, I still, to this day, am trying to manage that. And this is why I'm giving this advice, because they didn't teach us this in school. You need to write down everything that you owe. I mean, again, I'm going back to this essentiality when it comes to money management. Write down everything you owe, and then each next to each item, I want you to make a list. Who do you owe? What credit card company? What uh, you know, loan uh, processor or uh, um, uh, loan provider that you owe money to? And then next to it, write the interest rate. Okay, write down the interest rate. Uh, and what the monthly minimum payments are. You know, I'm not a big believer in that you should never have any debt. Some of us, I mean, I don't think that that's going to be really, you know, substantial. Um, you know, I'm not a real big believer in the idea, you know, the Ramsey kind of idea of you should never, ever have any debt. Uh, you should have a credit score of zero and you should just have your income be your earning power. I I subscribe to the fact that most of us already are in a ton of debt, and now we need to try to get out of that debt, uh, especially, you know, a debt that has been accumulating over a prolonged amount of years. And I'm going to talk about credit utilization score, which they never taught about us in school either. Um, you know, we need to establish good credit to rent, to buy a home, to purchase automobiles. We need to establish good credit. There's nothing wrong with having debt. But it's when that debt becomes a big insurmountable problem, that's when it can really weigh on us. And most of us, we don't want to think about it. I know what you're thinking. Like, oh, God, Nez, don't go to debt. I know what you're thinking. I did the same thing. I borrowed so much money from my student loans that I, I just didn't even think about it. I'm just like, you know what? It's something I'm going to worry about when I'm an adult. Well, I'm an adult, and it's been very, very stressful. Um, I've been lucky enough to find ways to organize, like what I'm sharing with you today, organize, budget, figure out how much I can allocate towards that, how I can pay that off, and how I even have an exact date of when it's going to finally be paid off and and, and uh, I can be, you know, really not have to worry about it anymore. And so and so everything that I'm going to teach you is something that I'm, I've actually experienced. And it's absolutely essential. So write down the total amounts of everything that you owe, as well as the interest rates, monthly minimum payments, any loan payback lengths, and then keep this document up to date. Uh, make sure that you're constantly um, updating it and making it sure that it's current. Um, interest rates are very, very essential. Okay, You need to understand interest rates related to debt. Um, these, you know, really determine which debts you need to pay off first and which credit cards to avoid. And they also, you know, they help us understand how debt works. Compound interest is an amazing thing. Einstein once said that compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it, earns it. He who doesn't, pays it. They never taught us this in school. 
Okay. I never knew anything about compound interest. You know, I was learning about the war of 1812, which is fantastic. Uh, or I was learning, you know, 25 times 65, which is fantastic. But now Siri can do all of that. I don't need to learn all of that. How about teaching me how to do taxes, teaching me how to understand money? They never did that. So you want to make sure you understand the interest rates and how that affects your finances. There's some things I'm going to share with you on, on advice uh, to help make your credit work for you. First of all, you have what's called a FICO score. Okay. This is your credit score. And I'm going to leave a, a chart right up here, right next to me here on what's a good credit score. What's a bad credit score. You obviously want to keep it in that, you know, upper 740 or above range. Uh, that, that's, that's really a good credit score. And so what happens is, is that, you know, the higher, the higher your credit score, the better that you're able to, you know, uh, borrow money to purchase major purchases that you're going to need to purchase in your, in your lifetime, especially if you want to start a family, take care of yourself and your family, you know, automobile, home, things like that, right? Rent, uh, these are these are essentials that we need. When you get a credit score that's more than 740 points, this comes down to what's known as your credit utilization rate, which is the measure of how much of your available credit you're using. I'll give you an example. If you're able to borrow $1,000 on a credit card and your balance is $250, your credit utilization rate would be 25%. A high credit utilization rate will negatively impact your credit score. So the general rule of thumb is to never let your credit utilization rate be more than 30%. So that's why it's important, guys, to pay down those high interest credit cards, high interest loans, uh, you know, as manageably and reasonably as you can so that your credit utilization score is not too high. I'm going to give you a person exam personal example of how this damaged me. So I was under the impression that my credit score was extremely high. And there's actually different FICO scores. There's a FICO score for mortgage, for auto, bank card. There's, I, I didn't know this either. And so it's it's important. And I think uh, auto score goes up to 900. Mortgage goes to 850. Most of them go up to 850. Right now, my credit score is somewhere in the high to low um, high sevens to high, low eights. And so I, I think last time I checked, it was 797 or 799 or something, which I've worked really, really hard to get it there. So I'm going to give you a personal example. I, you know, understand the value of creating uh, credit and establishing credit. And so I got a credit card recently, uh, um, that, you know, I've paid off completely. It had, um, my credit utilization score was something like 50%. So I had a $20,000 card limit on the uh, credit card. And I think I had something like 10, $11,000 of debt on that. And, uh, I, I was paying it off through minimum payments. I was just paying it off minimally. The interest was accruing. The interest rate on that card was something like 20, 25% ARP or something like that. And it was killing my credit score. Um, so bad in fact, that I had to have my father help me to lease a new car, you know, three, three, two, three years ago. 
So I finally made the decision to understand what this credit utilization score even means. How does it impact my ability to do what I need to do? And it wasn't until I did my own research, I did my own due diligence to understand these things, which is why it's so essential I'm sharing this with you so you don't have to make the same mistakes that I did. And instead of making the monthly minimum payment, I started paying off the principal uh, that I owed on that card, I started paying way more than what the minimum payment was because the interest rate was so high. I organized how much debt I owe. I organized which one is the one that I absolutely essentially need to make sure that I pay down first because it's affecting my ability to purchase things that I need, right? And so um, when I got that down to my credit utilization score was you know less than 10%, less than 5%, my credit score jumped and that allowed me to really have freedom. This is freedom, guys. Understanding your personal finance, understanding how to manage your money is freedom. And your credit utilization score, avoiding massive debts, um, making sure that, again, I'm not going to say you shouldn't have debt. There's nothing wrong with having debt, but it needs to be manageable debt. And it needs to be debt that works for you, not against you, because good credit is something that you need to establish. I, I truly believe that. And most of you guys have debt. And so now my real kind of aim is to help you kind of manage that debt. So, so important, guys. Number three, major tip that you need to embrace to understand personal finance and manage your money is the 50-30-20 rule, which is related to savings. You need to create a savings plan. And maybe some of you guys have heard of this 50-30-20 rule. I'm going to go in depth and, and hopefully communicate uh, exactly what that means and how this is going to help you. But uh, this really has to do with creating a savings plan and understanding that this is essential when it comes to budgeting. Uh, and so the idea is to spend your income in the following way. This is the 50-30-20 rule. 50% on needs such as groceries, housing, utilities, health insurance, rent, all the good stuff, all the, all the absolute necessities. 30% on wants such as dining out, shopping, hobbies. This is important. You got to treat yourself good. You got to take your family on vacation. You shouldn't just, I, I'm a big believer that you shouldn't treat your money as if it's as adversarially, you know, don't treat it as it's your enemy, you know, make your money be, be, uh, you know, embrace what you've earned. You deserve it. Enjoy it. Uh, you shouldn't, uh, treat your, uh, your money as something that you, you detest or something you don't want to think about or causes stress or anxiety. Enjoy your money. Enjoy it. You should. And, and, and you should take your family out. You should go out. You should. Life is too short. Don't make money your enemy. Make money your friend, right? These are just ways in which to help you in a long-term way so that you can do that. So so 30% on um, you know hobbies, dining out, shopping, etc. And then 20%, which this is the one that most of us don't do. 20% on savings, such as emergency savings, a college fund, or a retirement plan. The idea is to not spend your money. Don't spend your money and save what's left. Instead, save first and then spend what's left. Okay? Saving must become a priority, not just a thought. Pay yourself first. Okay. So, um, if you keep your checking, uh, if you keep your savings 
in your checking account, there's a good chance you're going to dip into that way more from time to time. And so how you can avoid this is by creating a separate savings account. Okay. Uh, plus, you know, actually, and, and, and I can kind of leave some links in the description down below. Some banks will actually pay you a pretty nice interest on, on those savings accounts. Uh, you know, some of them even more than 1.2% uh, or 1.5%, which is awesome, right? So savings, savings is absolutely important. Cutting back on your expenses, the 50-30-20 rule. Okay, it doesn't matter how much you earn if you spend it all. So try to cut back on expenses to boost the amount of money you can save and invest each month, okay? So this is really, really important, saving your money, uh, understanding uh, you know, uh, that that 20% should really be the primary focus. Obviously, we got to live. Obviously, we got to eat. Um, here's some ways in which you can save your money, such as especially for housing. And actually, as a matter of fact, my wife and I uh, have been talking about this for a while. Um, big expenses such as housing by maybe downsizing to a smaller property or moving to a cheaper area. You'd be surprised how much you don't need, how much square footage you don't need, how many bedrooms, rooms, and actually aerial space you do not need. Okay. So, so think about that. And I mean, here's the big one too, is cutting back on the shopping or eating out. We live in a society right now, which is consumer driven. We live in a society right now. We're keeping up with Jones, especially with social media seems to be something that dominates our mindset, sadly. Um, but, but if you really, really sit down and understand what is the most important, what is the most essential, think about what matters most trying to impress people you don't like. There's a quote, I can't remember, I'll bring it up right now. There's a quote from one of my favorite writers of all time um, who, uh, you know, uh, uh, I can't remember. Oh, Will Rogers. So so Will Rogers says that, you know, uh, most of us, most of us will will spend money we don't have to impress people we don't like. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, think about that, guys. So make sure that you can look everywhere you can just to cut a little bit from your expenses. I promise you this will add up to a meaningful amount. It really will. Uh, so saving. Saving is probably the greatest personal finance tip. Uh, that I can uh, that I can actually uh, advocate for you, and so that fifty thirty twenty rule, really focusing on that twenty percent, maybe even dare I say, fifty percent on essentials, thirty percent on savings, and twenty percent on wants. You know, and, and 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 there's a lot of talk about minimalism. There's a, you'll see a lot of famous YouTube money experts talk about minimalism and talk about how. You know, they hardly ever eat out. They wear the same clothes every single day or they wear similar clothes every single day. They don't spend money on material things like new cars, even though they can afford it. You know, uh, fancy watches, fancy clothing, luxury items. Now, again, I'm not saying you shouldn't enjoy your money. You should enjoy your money. But if I were you, because this has been absolutely the crux of and the apex of of my ability to provide for my family and enjoy our life is to is to maybe even you can tweak that 50 30 20 rule to your advantage um, obviously you have to pay the essentials but maybe instead of 30 percent on, on wants maybe 30 percent on your savings savings is 
monumental, y'all. So make sure that you're looking very, very closely. You're not lying to yourself. You're being transparent, especially if you have a partner, wife, spouse, what have you, husband, uh, you know, a significant other. Make sure that you're honest with each other and, you know, look at every single area. I'm telling you, savings will be your big money master. Savings will be your big money booster. Okay. Understand that you cannot spend more than you're bringing in. You just can't. And you have no clue if you don't write these things down. You have no clue if you don't plan this out. You have no clue if you don't have a budget. You have no clue if you don't understand debt, if you don't understand interest rates, you don't understand credit utilization scores, you don't understand this 50 30 20 rule. Uh, most of us, it's like uh, 50 40 uh, <laughs> 10, or it's probably more like 50 45 5. Uh, or it's even, dare I say, 50-50. We don't even put any money in our savings account. I mean, that one key um, attribute that I talked about, putting it in a separate savings account and leaving it alone. There's so many apps. My wife on Robinhood, Acorn, there's so many apps. I'm going to talk about that uh, a little bit later. I'm going to talk about ways in which you can you can not only save, but have your savings in high-yield accounts, Okay. Um, that that can actually grow your money. Um, there's so many ways. Just do a little bit of research on some of these apps, right? I mean, some of them I just mentioned, Robinhood, Acorn. I'll leave links in the description down below. You need to research this stuff. Savings, savings, savings. Essential. Number four, it's going to get fun now. This is the good stuff. Uh, number four is let's talk about income. Let's talk about income. Let's talk about ways of increasing your income because you can save, save, save till the cows home home, but eventually you're going to hit a wall, right? And so um, you need to find ways to increase your earning power, to increase ways that you can bring money in. Saving is fantastic. Cutting back, understanding your budget. These are key essentialities, understanding credit and all that. But income, I want to talk about income and ways in which you can increase your income. I have a ton as nation a ton of videos that I'm going to leave in the description down below on ways in which you could start earning a ton of money through passive income ideas, affiliate marketing, creating a side hustle, starting an online business, increasing your salary. Okay. I'm going to leave links in the description down below, but I'm going to talk about this uh, really quickly. Some ways in which you can increase your income would be to start looking at the dozens, thousands, hundreds of side hustle um, things that you could be doing on the side. You could start a consulting. You can monetize your expertise. You could actually create info products based on your expertise, such as courses, create eBooks, create PDFs, create helpful guides that you could actually sell. I know some people who are creating PDFs, just really small guides, checklists, mini eBooks, if you want to call them, or micro narratives, which I've published several micro narratives myself, and they're earning tons of money. They're earning a full-time salary on Amazon Kindle. Uh, they're earning a full-time salary on, uh, you know, uh, CreateSpace. Well, actually, no, CreateSpace isn't around anymore. But they're, they're on Audible. I mean, they're they're earning a ton of side hustle income. The gig economy is growing. It's grown 22% in the last year alone. And so freelancing, again, I'm going to leave links in the description down below. Maybe even starting your very own e-commerce business. 
Um, starting drop shipping, perhaps, is a great business model. There's so many ways that you can do this. Affiliate marketing. There's You've got to think about ways to earn. If you really want to get out of that rut financially, especially nowadays where the opportunities are abound. I mean, the, the, the opportunities are out of this world. There's so many ways. Content marketing, creating a personal brand, monetizing your personal brand. It's essential. And I'm going to leave a bunch of videos in the description down below that are, are take you more in depth and more step by step. But here's one that's a little bit more tactical, and that is to negotiate your salary. I mean, there's the, one of the easiest ways, okay, that you can boost your income is to do a good job of negotiating your salary when you start a new, a new job. And also, let's say that you have a position right now. You've been in a position. You've been a great producer. You've been doing amazing things. You've got some notable achievements and accomplishments. I know most of us feel this way, but you can't. You've got to you've got to get past this. Don't be afraid to set an appointment, set a meeting with your boss, with your employer, with your supervisor and, and in a very professional, right? In a very in a very uh, astute way. For example, "Hey Joe, it's me. I just wanted to um see if I could set up an appointment with you or set up a meeting with you. Don't ask for a raise through an email." or a voicemail or a text set up. This, this is a meeting that requires face-to-face -face time. It just does. Whether it's virtually or not, it requires that personal touch. Hey, I just wanted to set up a meeting. So for example, if you're sending an email or sending a voicemail, you could say this. I just wanted to see if there was a chance I could just grab you for five minutes, 10 minutes, and just talk a little bit with you. I wanted to set up a meeting. Um, I just wanted to briefly discuss compensation. If that was okay with you, let me know a good time. Keep it simple, but also be honest, be transparent. Let them know what is the content of the conversation you want to have with them. Most people, and I hate it when this happens, and I'm sure you do too. Let me know in the comments down below if you do. Most people will try to kind of come with a right hook out of nowhere. So their initial communication will be, hey, do you mind if we just have like a quick chat and you're not sure what it's about? And then they hit you with, I want to raise. That's not the way to do it. Be transparent. Be honest. Be upfront with them. Let them know what the conversation is going to entail. But but be brief too, right? And and just be professional. And also, if they don't accept your offer to to increase your salary, thank them anyway. Be professional. Do not be irate. Do not be pissed. Do not be upset, even though you might be. That is a great way to boost your income and to boost you know that earning power besides what I already mentioned. And so, yes, number four, increase your income. Number five, the most essential uh, way for you to grow and to manage your personal finance and to increase your money power is the ultimate, the ultimate way, which is to understand investing. Understand investing. Investing is grabbing your finances by the horns and really dedicating your time to understand that that the the what separates people who have money and people who don't is they don't just put their money in the bank and just save they don't just increase their earning power on top of everything that we talked about they also understand the power of investment okay and so 
This is something that you have to, absolutely have to, if you want to have a sustained money management personal finance system that will allow you to live the life that you want. Again, understanding and managing your money is freedom. And so there's nothing more freeing than having your money work for you, right? And so um, develop these skills to understand how to invest. I mean, there's countless investing options out there. Some of you might have already been using them, such as 401ks, real estate investment trusts, REIT, I love that, peer-to-peer lending, stock market, uh, staples like the S&P. Make sure that you understand the options available, their pros and cons, before you give your money away. Everybody's situation is different, right? And here's something that I'm going to use that I'm going to tell you that I, I use personally, and that is, um, you know, uh, and again, I want to caveat this by really understanding that if you're completely brand new to money and brand new to investing, you want to talk to somebody who knows, somebody that you trust. And there's plenty of great organizations out there. I have accounts at, you know, Fidelity, Merrill Lynch, things like that. But any of them are, are really good. And just try to find somebody that you trust. And they're very helpful and transparent, most of them, right? Um, but invest in assets. Avoid purchasing liabilities. I'm going to say that again. Invest in assets. Avoid purchasing liabilities. Okay, so liabilities would be car loans, mortgage, credit card debt, school loans, Those are liabilities. Those are not worth investing in, right? Assets would be something like real estate, stocks, bonds, notes, IP, intellectual property. Those are absolutely essential. And so um, that that is, uh, and I'd say, you know, if you're a beginner, start with, uh, you know, like I was mentioning earlier with Acorn and some of these great apps that just really do the investing for you. Start by buying a few stocks, you know, and buying uh, a few, uh, uh, you know, uh, mutual funds or investing in mutual funds, which are pretty secure and safe. Again, learn more about this stuff and do your research. But, uh, you know, investing is where you can really take advantage of compound interest, which can revolutionize your finances over time, okay? Because you accrue that interest and that interest just doubles and compounds as the years go by. So it's absolutely, especially, you know, when you talk about investing in, in specific funds. So be smart. Start learning everything that you can about investing. If you have capital, real estate is fantastic to invest in, especially, you know, like I mentioned earlier, real estate investment trusts where not all of the risk is on your side and you want to kind of really research these a lot more. But I cannot stress this enough. Investing is going to be the absolute essentiality for you to take your money to the next level. You can't just have it sit somewhere and not earn anything, right? You have to understand. And I didn't, I learned this the hard way. You have to account for inflation. Inflation is roughly two to 3% a year. If you don't know what inflation is, inflation is basically where the economy, the cost of goods, the cost of living increases every single year, where bread used to be maybe $5 in 2019. Now in 2020, it's 525 or 550, right? I mean, it increases over time. And so deflation, I'm sorry, inflation, is something that you have to account for. And so if you're leaving all your money in a checking account or savings account, that's not getting, you know, checking accounts get 0.001%, you're losing money. You think you're saving money, but you're actually losing money. And so investing in an account where you can get an average of maybe six or 5% return 
you're accounting for inflation and you're increasing your net worth. And so think about very seriously, guys, investing, right? Whether it's real estate, whether it's 401ks, mutual funds, stocks, bonds, peer-to-peer lending, whatever it is, think about that. And I want you to research each one of those terms. What is a 401k? What is a REIT, a real estate investment trust? What does Nez mean when he says peer-to-peer lending? What does he mean by the S&P, Dow Jones? What does he mean by mutual funds? Why are they more secure long-term than investing in individual stocks? Educate yourself. There's a ton of ways that you can educate yourself. The University of YouTube and the University of Google are phenomenal. And so educate yourself. Investing is going to be the last stage. Investing is going to be the ultimate measure for you to really get that long-term value out of your money. I hope you got a ton of value out of this video, y'all. I really, really, really appreciate it. If you have any specific questions at all, make sure you leave them in the comments down below. You might not believe me, but I respond to all the comments. So if you have any questions, if you have any concerns, uh, I've got a lot of links in the description down below if you want to go deeper on some of the things I was talking about. I've got a ton of videos on how to increase your income, how to start and grow your online business, how to monetize your personal brand, what are the best websites to start, how to work from home, remote jobs you can work from home and start side hustling, start your freelancing career. Um, earn more income, earn more streams of revenue, uh, such as affiliate marketing and more, you want to go check out those links in the description down below. Make sure you go check out these other videos. We've got a ton more videos. Make sure you click subscribe down there and I will see you when you get over there. So go watch the next video. I'll see you over there. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for listening to our awesome podcast. I hope you got a lot out of it. It would mean the world to me if you wouldn't mind writing us an honest five-star review. It better be five stars for crying out loud um, <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. Even if you're listening to this on Spotify, um, you know, or you know what, honestly, wherever you want to leave it, it would be really, really appreciated by us. Um, if you're interested in delving further, I just wanted to let you know just really quickly that we have a major, major uh, discount on some unbelievable, multiple award-winning, highly, highly reviewed, super high content courses over at beyondtheboxacademy.com. We have our flagship course, How to Make Money with Your Personal Brand. If you're interested, if you're sick and tired of hearing about this online thing and all of these people being successful, earning five figures a month, earning six figures a year, you're like, I need to get in on this. I'm sick and tired of what I'm doing. I want a piece of this. I feel I'm good enough and I can do this. Well, I've got unbelievable, convenient, step-by-step, holding your hand the whole way, amazing award-winning courses over at Beyond the Box Academy, taught by yours truly, me, an actual business communications professor and somebody who's been in the online game for over two decades. So if you're interested in that, these are courses, guys, that are usually thousands of dollars uh, and and they've been reduced over 60% uh, because of COVID. And you know what? I don't think I'm ever going to go back because 
people are really getting a lot of value from it and it's not always about money i know you may find that hard to believe but it's really not and i love the fact that i'm getting all your emails your messages your course changed my life nez your courses take me to the next level my career my business i'm earning money working from home i just that stuff electrifies me so if you too want to jump in on that there's links in the show notes but you can also just go to beyondtheboxacademy.com that's beyond the box academy.com and go start changing your life right now. Thank you. Thank you.